Welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the weekly show where I, Kate, tell you everything you need to know about pop culture, what is going on in the celebrity world. And while nothing is more important than the loss of our beloved queen, there are a few other things I have to talk to you about. Um, if you listen to the episode previous to this one, it is all for Queen Elizabeth. It is explaining the royal line of succession, what's going to happen since she has now passed. I am very sad and I will continue to be sad. But... As she would have preferred, we must press on. And here are the latest stories in the celebrity world. So first, let's go back to my episode, I think two weeks ago. Yeah, because I was bereft last week and I couldn't possibly record. Um, To the Venice Film Festival. The Venice Film Festival has happened. I realize this is old news, but I have to recap it because one of the most just condescending things I feel occurred in this realm and I have to talk about it. So we all know about the don't worry, don't worry, darling drama. Olivia Wilde is directing. The original cast was Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf left the movie and then in comes Harry Styles. During filming, allegedly before filming, but seemingly during filming, Olivia Wilde left Jason Sudeikis who she was engaged to for nine years, immediately started dating Harry Styles. Suspect? Yes. During the time since filming, there have been so much that has come out in regards to this film, in Olivia Wilde and Harry's behavior, in the emphasis on like the sex scenes in the film and the nature of the sex scenes in the film and the discomfort of some of the cast and the problems on set. And it all basically came to a head at the Venice Film Festival. Florence Pugh has publicly stated she will not be um, doing press for this movie other than the Venice Film Festival. I'm not sure why that is. It seems like a fabulous fucking event. Like you arrive on a gondola in a gown like that is just perfection to me so that's and I'm, it's a major commitment it's a major thing for her career so I'm assuming that's why she's going or that's why she went but if I were her I wouldn't want to go either this is ridiculous in the last few weeks it has come out since Olivia Wilde I think it was in Vanity Fair she did an article basically like I am such a feminist and I believe in women that I removed Shia LaBeouf from our movie because of his activity. Shia LaBeouf brought the fucking receipts and he said, oh no, ma'am, here is a video of you begging me to come back to this movie. And in said video, she refers to Florence Pugh as Miss Flo. And she like paraphrased, she goes like something, something, you know, Miss Flo. That to me is the most condescending, disgusting shit I've ever heard in my life. Like how gross. Like you, oh, disgusting. Like Olivia Wilde has lost all appeal to me at this point. Like I, ugh, so gross. Like I think that is so fucking rude. And then to say like you're four women and then all of this stuff is coming out about your, your film set being inadequate in terms of comfort and safety and all these other things. Like I, I heard that she didn't want to use intimacy coordinators, which intimacy coordinators are the new standard in the business. Sydney Sweeney has talked about that 
on euphoria because like if i don't know if you watch euphoria but i do and like stuff gets intense and there was like all this stuff about olivia wilde and like she was like focusing on like the like kind of like the the violent part of the intimacy scenes and like that it was just all fucking weird like that it was all ridiculous so then like if i'm florence Pugh, i already have an oscar it's like i don't need you you know like i have an academy award i'm in my early 20s i am the next big actress i don't need you or your movie but i'm showing up anyway probably because she's contractually obligated and her dress was freaking banging like it was so beautiful it looked it was black and tulle and sheer and it had big sleeves and sparkles everywhere oh my god it was amazing like so i'm in your movie i'm an oscar winning person the only person with an oscar in your movie i'm showing up to this premiere i got premiere showing the best i've ever looked and i'm shoving it in your face because you are an embarrassment that's what i took from this is that you olivia wilde are an embarrassment you are unprofessional you are selfish and you put me in an unsafe position. That's what I'm hearing. And I stand with Florence. I really do. And moreover, her PR team took the Miss Flow condescending crap and put it on every caption that was released for her. And it just like is such a slap in the face to Olivia Wilde. And I love it. And Olivia Wilde had to sit there and be like, we are so grateful that Florence is in this movie. Florence is a force. I am so sorry, but like, I am so tired of people being described as like, oh, they are an unstoppable being. They are incredible. They are, she is a force to be reckoned with. Is that because you don't want to reckon with her? Like, I really hate that. I think also that's so condescending. Like, it is so much better to me to be like, she's an Academy award-winning actress and we are thrilled she is in our film. But then Olivia Wilde would have, would have to like submit herself to Florence Pugh's greatness. And she won't do that. And she, she had said, I just, maybe I just hate the way she speaks. I don't know. But she had, was asked at the film festival during their like panel about the drama and all of the gossip coming off the movie. And she basically was like, I think the, um, the gossip like monster is well nourished. And like, I just, ugh, I'm so over you. Like, oh my God, you're so irritating. And like, I've also heard that she and Harry Styles broke up. So like, what was all of this for? You leave the father of your children, allegedly, possibly you broke up beforehand, but no one believes you. You make an embarrassment out of him. You date this guy who's, she's 40 and he's 28, I think, which like, I'm not against an age difference, but you have three kids with another man. Like it, I don't know. Like it, it's all so messy. And like, I haven't heard good things about the film. I think it's like a psychological thriller, like Stepford wives meets like 1984 meets like some, like something else. Like it's like the psychological thing or whatever. Maybe I'll watch it on streaming. Maybe, but like, I haven't heard good things about it, which sucks for Florence Pugh. You know, but then I'm thinking to myself, how does Harry Styles feel to see that he like basically came in 
he wasn't the first choice. He came into this movie to, to make it and he did. And then he sees a year later, his possible ex-girlfriend proclaiming that she needs Shia in this movie on video. Shia LaBeouf is like, oh no, no, you're not going to make a fool out of me. I'm going to bring the receipts. I love when people bring the receipts. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, that was that drama. Allegedly also Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. It's not true. It's not true. I've watched the video a thousand times. I could be believed it was true, but both Harry Styles and Chris Pine's camps came out and were like, this is not true. But it did. It, it, it could have looked like that. It could have. I don't know why Harry Styles would have spit on Chris Pine. Like, why is anyone spitting on Chris Pine? Honestly, like he's so cute and great. And like, he needs to make the Princess Diaries 3. <laughs> please. We already lost the queen. We need this from Julie Andrews. Please, please hear my cries. Please, please and thank you. Okay, that's that on that. Um, Moving on, the Emmys were last Monday, which I did not watch the award show, but I do. I am grateful for the winners. I think that's great. Zendaya won again for her role as Rue in Euphoria, which I believe is like record-breaking and historic. I don't know why it's historic, but all the captions keep saying historic. Maybe it's because she won for the same character twice. I'm not sure. Um, Jennifer Coolidge won an Emmy. Who else won an Emmy? Lizzo won an Emmy, which is really cool. I didn't know she had a show, but like, that's cool. I like the Emmys because like, it's all about TV. It's TV's biggest night. You know, I just, I love it. I watched a lot of the shows that were up for awards and I, I'm always really into that. Like, okay. Um... What else? What else? My best dressed is probably Zendaya. She looked amazing. Is this? Oh, Jason Sudeikis won for Ted Lasso, which like deserved. Yes, of course. But also like fuck off Olivia Wilde, you know? <laughs> like, hmm. Okay. Um, the guy who played Roy Kent or plays Roy Kent in Ted Lasso also won. I love his character so much. I love, I love his character. <laughs> they do such a good job. That show is so great. Ugh. And like, not for nothing. Jason Sudeikis is from Kansas city and you all know I am too. And I just love his like subtle nods to Kansas city in the show. I, I just, ugh, I love it so much. That's all I know about the Emmys. Zendaya, definitely my best dress. I mean, she was in a ball gown. How could I not love a ball gown moment. That's so anti me if I didn't, but I do. Um, let's see. Also at the Emmys, there was a reunion that I never expected. And if you're a child of the nineties, you have to know about it. So Keenan Thompson was hosting the Emmys. He did a great job from what I saw. And there was a part in the show where it was one of those, like, let's do a little acting before the next nominees or whatever like we have to entertain which like really is totally unnecessary um but Kel was there oh my gosh <laughs> Keenan and Kel reunited after like 20 years oh so good so so good he didn't say that he loved orange soda but he did ask for a good burger which like okay okay sir we'll get you one of those um all right moving on Zach Efron is back in the press let me see where did he go Where'd you go, Zach? I lost you. There he is. 
So last year, I don't, don't think I reported on this because it wasn't when I had the pod last year, Zach Efron was photographed in Australia, which I believe he lives in Australia full time. I'm not totally sure. And his face looked remarkably different. People were like plastic surgery speculation. What happened to him? There was all sorts of people weighing in like plastic surgeons and doctors and dentists and orthodontists that were like, he may have had this, this, and that. He may have had la, 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 la. maybe some dental work, la, la, la. But it came out that he shattered his jaw, which sounds unbearably painful. But also like you kept that a secret for a year. Isn't that amazing? So apparently he hit his face on a fountain at his house, at his parents' house, something like that. And that's how he shattered his jaw, which like, that sounds horrible. Like, oh my God. Like you ran it. Were you drunk? Like you ran into a fountain and then you, you shattered your face. My God, that's so scary. I'm looking up the article that I read. Zac Efron jaw. It says he almost died shattering his jaw. Oh my God. Um, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. He's getting real about the incident that shattered his jaw and almost killed him. My mom told me I've never really read the internet, so I really don't care because they were, he, his mom told him about the plastic surgery rumors. In 2013, Efron shattered his jaw and had to have his mouth wired shut. The incident occurred after he reportedly slipped in a puddle of water he didn't see near the entrance of his home. He also sustained a gash in the fall that required stitches. Um, I don't know why this pertains to his looks now. Um. Perhaps he had reconstructive work on the jaw last year. Because 2013 is a long time ago. Like, he's been in things since then. Um, <laughs> um, I'm assuming he had reconstructive surgery again. Efron, who rose to fame in High School Musical, blah, 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 was in town for his premiere of The Greatest Beer Run Ever. The actor's new face went viral last April after he appeared in that special from Australia. Yeah, that was last April. Um, The injury reportedly caused some issues with Efron's jaw and its movements with his facial muscles thrown off. The actor's masseters took on a greater load than intended and entered a state of hypertrophy. Um, Efron told Men's Health he's been working with a specialist to help correct the imbalance, but then he took some time off from physical therapy while filming in Australia. Oh, I see. Um, Hypertrophy means your muscles get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, in order to compensate. So the masters just grew and they just got really, really big. So what I'm gathering is because he stopped doing physical therapy and activating the right muscles, the wrong muscles got bigger. That's what I'm gathering here. 
Um, Efron has been open about how he shattered his jaw and had to get reconstructive surgery. And people are still mocking and attacking him for his looks. You know what? You're fucking right. That's true. If I shattered my own jaw, I, I, I don't even know how to go, go on from that. Like what? Like you shattered your jaw. That's freaking terrible. You have to have your face wired shut. You can't eat like, oh, that's absolutely just horrible. Well, I'm glad he's healing. I'm glad that he is back on the scene. I love Zac Efron. Like, I, I grew up in the generation that was slightly too old for High School Musical, but since I have a little brother, and, like, I was a babysitter, like, I had the exposure, you know? So, like, it wasn't entirely taboo for me to be watching it, but, like, it wasn't cool. You know what I mean? But, like, as soon as Zac Efron was, like, really famous, and he did... What did he do between High School Musical and... um? Uh, the greatest showman like dirty grandpa or like Mike and Dave need wedding dates or neighbors. Like I'm on that train. Zach Efron is so cute. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh my God. I love him. Um, let's see in additional news. So I talked to you last time about how Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with Camilla Wetzerfutz Maroney. And now apparently he's interested in Gigi Hadid. Which the internet finds is funny because she's older than 25. I just don't know. Like, I understand what people see in Leo. Like, I get it. Like, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. I understand. But has he been the Leo that we love for the past 10 to 15 years? I don't think so. Like, he's not Jack Dawson anymore. And it's not even, like, his physical appearance. He's just, he's turning into an old man. And I just, like... I need to know the appeal. Like he's Leo. I get it. Like there's this line in Ocean's 8. If you haven't seen Ocean's 8, I've talked about it before. It's so freaking good. It's so good. It's the same premise as Ocean's 11, except Sandra Bullock plays George Clooney's sister. And it's all, it's an all female cast. It's such a good movie. In fact, I'm going to watch it tonight. It's so good. But they go to the Met Gala and they um, are doing seating arrangements and they're talking about it because they have to hack into the system. And Uh, Mindy Kaling's character goes, is that Leo Leo? And another character goes, there's only one Leo. And like, that's true. There is only one Leo. Like Leonardo DiCaprio is it, but like, is he the guy to be with? Like, he's just, he's always gallivanting around with young models. Like that's not, that's not attractive. And not for nothing, going from a 25 year old to 27 year old, it's the same box. It's the same box. Their age doesn't start with a number one away from yours. It's two away. You know, I just, but I'm sure Yolanda is like, go date Leo. (laughs) I'm sure her mother is like, go do it. Go do it. I don't know. If I was a 27 year old famous model, would I date Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm, I probably would. So I take back everything I said, but I'm not a famous model. (laughs) And I'm no longer 27, which hurts. It hurts so bad. Um, So I can't speak to that. But like, will Leo ever settle down? No, I don't think so. I was talking to Caitlin about it. And she was like, he's the next George Clooney. And George Clooney finally settled down. Yes. Yes, he did. But George Clooney, I think, dated more age-appropriate people 
than Leo is. And it's like obvious you're going after the 20 something models, like at least hide it at this point. And like the older you get, the, the, these girls stay the same age. They're girls. You're turning into an old man. You're middle-aged almost. I, I don't know. And like, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Gigi's been through a lot. She was with Zane, who allegedly punched her mother. And then they ha- and during that time, they had a newborn, and then she left him, and now it's very tumultuous. So, like, we'll see. If this is going to be fruitful, so be it. You have my blessing, Gigi and Leo. But I just, like, I, I'm a little turned off by the fact that, like, he's only into young models. Maybe that's what it is. Like, it's like, do, like, come on. Like, if she's 35, do you feel like she's decrepit? Because look at you. Again, you're not Jack Dawson anymore. I'm just like, oh, I love Jack Dawson. Um, Let's see what else is going on in Hollywood. <sighs> Did Nick Cannon get someone else pregnant? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe somewhere. I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, I do want to talk about this because like this to me is so like wild. So the trailer for the little mermaid, the new live action little mermaid premiered and Halle Bailey is playing Ariel, which is Great casting. I think she is beautiful. She can sing like it. The preview is stunning. She is gorgeous. The obvious difference, I think, I mean, it's obvious to me, is that the cartoon of Ariel, who is a mermaid, is white. Point blank, right? Halle Bailey is black. And apparently some people of the internet have a problem with this, which to me is disgusting and abhorrent because first of all, Ariel's fish, technically, she only gets feet when she sells her um, voice. So like, first of all, let's just get out, get that out of the way. Like fishes come in all different colors. And secondly, like why why does her skin color matter? I don't understand. And like, I find it so absolutely insane that people feel the freedom and the lack of consequence to comment on that. That to me is insane. Like, like, oh, oh, I can't believe Ariel is black. What? What? She's a fish. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like this movie literally takes place, quote unquote, underwater, which is an impossibility for humans. It is not real. It is a story. Why does it matter what color she is? I just think that is so wild. And like I do on, on top of that, I do think representation is extremely important and I'm I'm happy for the community of women and girls that will see themselves in her. Like that's really, that like is really great because historically in film, that has not always been the case. 
So I think that's wonderful. But I just can't believe why people care so much in a negative light. Like, what? <laughs> like, you're mad about a mermaid? You're mad. Okay. You're mad about a mermaid. A mermaid. Like, what? What? Like, I, isn't that ridiculous? Like, I just think that is so stupid. Like, it's, she's a mermaid. I'm not following why you think you have the authority to say what color she should be. I would, again, like, I find that completely ridiculous. I, the only problem I would have with her is if they didn't make her top purple and her tail green, like then we're going too far. Then then she's not Ariel anymore, but like, you're mad about her skin color. Are you fucking serious? That's so stupid. Like you all look like assholes. Oh my God. I like, I can't, this, oh my God. This headline from Rolling Stone, racists, racists are worried about historical accuracy of mermaids. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, I can't. Oh, my God. It's so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. There are so many problems in the world. And this movie is going to bring joy to so many little girls and so many little kids and so many families and homes. And it's going to be so beautiful, stunning, and impeccably done. I just know it. And, like, this is what you're focusing on? You pieces of shit? Ugh. Oh my God. So Melissa McCarthy is playing Ursula. She's not purple. Are you mad about that? You mad about that? You're probably not mad about that, but why are you, why aren't you mad about that? She's purple, purple in the movie. She's not purple in real life. You got something to say? Exactly. Exactly. I just, oh man. Oh God. This like, it's, it's ridiculous. That's so fucking stupid. I just, it, it, I said this last week, I think it amazes me what people feel the freedom to say online. Like, I just like, oh, I'm so angry that Ariel is, is, is being played by a black girl. She's a fish. She could be any color. She could be any size. She, I, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's so stupid. Oh my God. I just, oh, I just, it, that is just so unbelievable. I, I just, oh my God. It, it, it's, (laughs) it's, it's amazing. Oh my God. Apparently there's been backlash towards her casting. Some on social media have used the hashtag, not my Ariel. What? Oh my God. Oh my God. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Like that, that's just ridiculous. Oh my God. I highly recommend watching the trailer. It's beautiful. And like Halle Bailey can really sing. Oh my God. It's going to be so good. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I will see it. I'll see it three times. For all the people who don't want to see it, I'll see it. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it every time. This is just ridiculous. And like, we have gone too far in a society. I'm sorry. Like, 
you're angry about the color of a mermaid and the historical accuracy of the colors of mermaids, they're fictional. Like, would you be mad if a unicorn was blue because they're supposed to be white? What is wrong with you? Like, that is ridiculous. She's literally talking to a fish underwater. Flounder can't talk. There's a singing crab. Like, (laughs) she, like, there is a evil half woman, half octopus who's purple. Like, what? (laughs) This is insane. This, This is crazy. Oh, my God. People have lost their minds. People have sincerely lost their minds. Oh my God. That is, oh, wow. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Oh my God. That is, oh God. (laughs) If, if I feel bad for people like that, because if you are so closed minded and so set in a Like if you're stuck in a box like that, like you must be miserable. And we're all out here having a great time under the sea. I'm sorry, guys. I just, I just think that's so ridiculous. (laughs) Like, oh my God, go be miserable without any of us. Like we're going to be happy over here singing under the sea. Like, ugh, I just, oh my God. As a six out of 10 Disney person, (laughs) Go fuck yourself, literally. Like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, God. I just, I can't believe as a a society that we're, we we still have to conjure this bullshit, you know? Speaking of conjuring, oh, in two weeks, Hocus Pocus 2 comes out. I'm so excited. It's my five-year wedding anniversary on the day that it comes out, but I'm probably just going to stay home and watch anyway. I don't know if Paul's traveling. I have to ask him. He's currently in Canada. He recently um, got promoted and he was like, yeah, this job means I'm going to travel less. And then the next day he was like, I had to go to Canada for a week. (laughs) Like, oh, all right. I believe you. (laughs) Yeah, totally believe you. Great. So much, so fun. So great. So wonderful. Thank you. Other than all of those um, pop culture updates, I really have nothing going on. Nothing coming up. I'm still trying desperately to get Paul on the show. Maybe next week. Maybe. I'm not making any promises. But I'm each week that passes, I try to team up a little bit further. And he like, he's he's starting to drink the Kool-Aid. He's 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 getting there. He's he's gonna do it, I think. Um, but I think that's it for me. I am so grateful you are here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, rate the show, love the show, share the show, tell someone about it that you love, who you think would love me. Still trying to get big and famous here. Um, And that is it. Thank you so much for listening to Weekly Kate and I will see you next week. Bye.